Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Along with our marketing partners, we're here to help our PM Marketing Network Lead customers build their businesses and make the world a better place. At Building Fortunes, we know how much your business means to you and the people important to you. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Now on to our show with your host, Peter Mingles. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. You're listening to us on buildingfortunesradio.com. It's a Wednesday night. It's 11 p.m. Eastern. It is 11 a.m. tomorrow in the world that Ray Gebauer is in. So you can pick the country you think you might be in, but it's 11 a.m. So 12 hours exactly opposite from us. He used to be on the Pacific coasts, which was 8 p.m. Eastern, so he was still a little bit behind us. But now he's way forward of us, so it's already... What is it? December? No. February. I feel like Joe Biden. February 15th. But it's February 14th here, so happy anniversary or Valentine's Day. What is going on with my thinking? I'm waiting for Ray Gabauer to jump on our radio show. So Ray Gabauer and I have known each other for a super-duper long time, and I invited him to be a guest host on our Building Fortunes radio show so he can cover whatever he wants to cover. He's got a great background. He's running a little bit late. He's just coming on right now. So I'm going to give him a minute or so to kind of calm down if he's breathing heavy because he might be just running over to the phone to be able to get over here but we've been doing these radio shows for quite a while ray likes to pick an acronym that he'll work with and then he'll do several uh radio shows on each letter of that acronym so we finished up ace just recently, if you go back to buildingforgeradio.com forward slash Ray Dash Gebauer, you could hear the previous ones. And then we played around a little bit. He said, well, you pick one, Peter. And I could not stand myself. I had to, of course, pick the one, one of my favorite acronyms that I use almost every day for myself, which is SWAN, S-W-A-N. So Ray Gebauer is here. I think he's probably ready to get started, and I'm going to turn on his microphone if he was huffing and puffing on his way to run over to a quiet place so he could do the radio show, he's probably ready by now. So, Mr. Ray Gabauer, thanks for being here. Yeah, hi, Peter. I'm ready. <laughs> yep. So, uh, happy you're, to be you're here. Good. And, uh, Yay. Yeah, I wasn't watching the clock close enough. So anyway, but uh, better late than never. Well, I, I love doing these shows because for the same reason I think you do them. Because uh, we know and we, we believe and we know that, that we are creating value for people. This is one way to love people. You, know, you create value. And because I know these ideas can be life-changing because they were for me. You know, I went from just a total you know, loser, not you know, arrogant, not knowing what end was up, you know. And just, but because I connected with the right people and started to grow, you know, I became somebody. And you, you really can go from a zero to hero, from a nobody to somebody. But it doesn't happen automatically. You know? It takes awareness. It takes desire. It takes time. It takes commitment. And so that's why we do these shows, because I know, you know these can make a difference. Excellent. So, well. Yeah, so last week we started on um, a new acronym that uh, at the last minute I said, hey, instead of me going where I wanted to go, I said, Peter, what do, you want, what do you want me to talk about? And so he said, well, SWAN, you know, it's an acronym. And so, yeah, so I started on that and I covered actually the first two letters. I was going to cover all four then and I realized, oh, 
I can't do it justice in uh, just 30 minutes. So uh, just a quick review. Talks the S starts um, starts stands for smart. So if you want to have a better life, you want to be happier, want to have more success, more income. Um, you can't be dumb. You got to be smart, you know. And most people are smart in general, but they're not smart in knowing how to say build a business. And nobody is really at the beginning. You know, I certainly didn't. And and uh, but eventually, you know, I learned enough where, and part of it's being in the right place at the right time, the right people. But you know, I built an organization where my people did of almost a million people. They made $10 million. And so, you know, that's a great personal example. Of when you learn to be smart in the right areas, to get the right skills, and of course, in combination of other factors like commitment, um, you know, your life can change. So you, you got, and like I said last week, the smartest thing, uh, thing is probably the best word, but, uh, the mo- well, whatever. The smartest thing you can do, <laughs> the best strategy, is to always be coming from this mindset, this place um, of what I call the four dimensions of love. That because that's most empowering in any endeavor, whether it's in your relationships, like your marriage or with your kids or with a business. But the smartest thing we can do is always come from the four C's of the caring, connecting, committing, and creating value. And that's like the super fuel. You know, if you want to jump to warp speed and have a better life in general, we want to do everything out of love. Not just love as the world defines it as, as, as a feeling, but, but you know, the core, real core values, loving of all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, which is the caring, connecting, committing, creating values. So that's a little bit of review on the, on the S word. You want to play it smart. You know? Be smart and become smart in, in whatever particular arena you're playing, you know, like building a business. And then the W, uh, what was the W? Um, is that being wise? No, you gotta work, work hard. Yeah, you gotta go work work. hard. <laughs> yeah, you gotta work hard. Yeah. Uh, which by itself isn't gonna get you very far because a lot of people work hard and and you know still can't pay the bills. But it is a critical component in combination with other factors. So I don't want to downplay it, but that's not the single key. <laughs> you can work hard. And uh, you can run like crazy and never get anywhere if you're running on a treadmill or running the wrong direction. You're never going to get to where you want to go. So, but, but you do have to go to work. You can't just visualize and dream and attract everything. And that can have its place. But ultimately, you've really got to go to work. And we talked, uh, I talked quite a bit about that last week. <clears throat> so that's Sort of obvious, but you know, needs to be said. Um, there's no shortcut to the top. Well, there, there are in some ways. <laughs> um, in fact, it's a good time now. I'll mention one little shortcut. 
that I use probably a dozen times a day. It's a way to instantly reset your neural pathways that instantly switches your brain into a positive, optimistic mindset. And I, I've experimented do, doing this with my three-year-old granddaughter. And when she's upset and she's crying, I'll do this technique. It only takes one second, and it's astonishing. She instantly becomes happy, stops crying, and she's smiling. Like It's like turning on a light switch. And so it works for 100% of everybody, and I use it a dozen times a day just to, to reinforce different things. So this is a really smart technique, and it works all the time for everybody because it's part of our neurological programming. And that's why, the, and it's popularized by a Mel, Mel, Gibson, Mel Robbins. And she wrote a whole book on it. I mean, she has uh, videos on, on YouTube. And so you just give yourself a high five. You can do it like on the mirror, or I just do it with my right hand hitting my left hand. Uh, and generally it's done after you've had a victory to celebrate. But if you do it before you, you do something or you just want to do like a resetting of your neural pathways, you can do it and it just instantly Reset certain neural pathways in the brain, and you feel better, you're more optimistic, you're more confident. So if it's difficult to get to work <laughs> because you're self-employed, give yourself a high five and, and, and you know, celebrate that you're going to work and you're going to get good results. You do a high five, and it, like, empowers you. It's like super fuel. It's vastly underutilized, and most people don't realize the power of it. Um, so I even use it when, my, when I take my supplements. Take my supplements, give myself a high five, and I think, wow, these, these are going to fix everything. These are going to really help me be healthy. They're going to help me live 20 years longer. So I just reinforce everything I do is positive uh, with a high five. So that's a, it is sort of a shortcut. <laughs> you go right to the top and, and uh, get the brain to, to, to change things. But today we're going to go into the A word of swan, which is to be ambitious. And the problem is that most people are not ambitious, and you've got to be at least somewhat ambitious to get anywhere. I mean, in general, everybody agrees that it would be better to, to make more money, have more flexibility, more freedom, and to personally grow and develop but most people don't. Most people don't even think about that. And I understand why, because they really can't, because their plate's too full with, of stress and trauma, and there's no room, there's no bandwidth, as we often say. And so people are stuck. 78% of the people, from what I read, are just living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, that's pretty stressful. So it's difficult to go into a mindset of being ambitious when you're just trying to make it through the day. When you're just you're like, oh, Friday is just two days away. I think I can make it. <laughs> There's not much room for being ambitious. But on the other hand, 
there's a way to, to flip the switch and to become ambitious. I remember the story that uh, Jim Rohn shared about his personal life. I, mean, I still remember it to this day, and I first heard it back in the late 70s when I was going to his meetings. He said he was at the store. You know, he you know, had a job and a wife, and I think he had a child or two, and he was struggling, not making much money. And um, his wife sent him to the store to get a can of beans. And at the store, <laughs> there was like two different brands, and one was like 29 cents. The other one was 27 cents. And he actually liked the one that was 29 cents. He didn't care so much about the one that was 27 cents. But he bought the one that was 27 cents to save two cents. <laughs> and then afterwards, he started thinking, this is ridiculous. You know, like, enough is enough. You know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take this anymore. And that was what triggered him and sort of ignited his ambition. He went from like, oh, well, I'll, I'll get the, the cheaper can, even though I don't like it as much. There's not much ambition there. So sometimes uh, it wasn't the event that triggered it. It was how he interpreted the event and said, you know, okay, enough is enough. I'm not going to continue living this way. And that was, I think he called that the day that turned his life around. A lot of people, they need to turn their life around. Like using a car's analogy, if you're using a car to get somewhere, if you just pull over and park in the parking lot, <laughs> you're not, how long is it going to take you to get there? You're never going to get there. So you've got to be moving forward, and most people aren't because for certain reasons, and that's what I want to talk about today. Let's see, where should I start here? I think the place to start is I call, would call value clarification because 100% of all of us, 100% of the time, not most of the time, 100% of the time, we are consistent. We are totally consistent with the values we have about which we feel the strongest. And we can have different values that are not consistent with each other. Sometimes we'll go with one value versus the other. Like you might value being healthy, but you also value the, the taste of ice cream or pizza or, or some kind of junk food. And so which value are you going to go with at the moment? Go for long-term benefit or short-term benefit? You, well, it's totally predictable. You're going to go with the value that has the most emotion attached to it. So, the, so if you want to become more ambitious or help other people become more ambitious, you've got to get clear what are my values and how strongly do I feel about them? Because, I mean, like it's been said, everyone wants to be rich and thin, so what? Just because you want it, just it's going to happen, even though it is a value. But if that, if the emotions connected to that value become strong enough and stronger than the emotions to the other values, like just spending all your money and doing whatever, then whatever value has the most power, which is the emotions, that's what's going to rule the day. That's what's going to win. That's what's going to direct you. 
So if you want to become more ambitious or help someone else become more ambitious, which means that you're motivated, you have drive, you have desire, you're making it happen, you're working hard, uh, you, you've got to uh, – uh, <laughs> i got distractions for uh, – if that's what you want, you, you've got to uh, uh, see what your values really are, evaluate, am I really okay with living this way, or like Jim Rohn say, hey, enough is enough. Uh, I'm not going to live this way anymore. And so he got upset at himself. So anger – can be a very constructive, positive emotion. Most of the time it's not. <laughs> but it can be because it can really, you know, turn your life around. So that's where I think we need to start. What are my values? How strongly do I feel about them? Okay, so I want to be free and financially free, but so what? That doesn't mean anything unless you feel strongly enough about it. So... A person needs to contemplate, is that really important to me? Why is it important? What are the consequences if I don't do something? Am I okay with everything being the same as it is now, five years from now or ten years from now? You know, like maybe someone says, well, I hate my job. It's, you know, getting my own business is too risky. I don't have time. Okay, well, are you okay with everything being the same ten years from now? See, those are the kind of questions that helps people get clarity about what they really want. And so once you have clarity about your values, then, then it's a, sort of the opening for desire. Like think and grow rich in a point of hill, that's one of the starting points. You have to have a burning desire. That's not, you can't just magically make that happen. That comes out of you know, be clear about your values and clear about what the consequences are if you don't go with a particular set of values, say like making more money or whatever it is. So from, I think that's where we really need to start. Um, the second thing that... Uh, so we're really part of this. So I can't really say my second point. Uh, just another way of saying the same thing. I think most everyone would agree the most important principle in life, and I already talked about this, but I know I'm repetitive because it's so important, is uh, you know, the strategy, as a strategy using the four dimensions of love. Because if you want to be ambitious, you know, it's all based on your values. So what values do you have? One way is, you know, just look at the list of the four uh, highest values, I think, the four components or distinctions of love, dimensions of love, So, which is caring. So do you care about your future? Do you care about other people? If not, well, you, then you're not even on the first base, you <laughs> know. So you got to have clarity about what do I really care about? If you cared about having a better future, you care about having better health, a better marriage, um, you got to get to first base. That's the caring element. So if you want to be ambitious, you got to get strong and caring enough. 
Uh, number two is the second dimension is connecting. You got to connect to your dream. You got to have a dream. You got to connect to it emotionally. You got to connect with the right people, especially conversationally. If you're going to be building a business or building a, a marriage, you got to connect more deeply, which means more conversation, more questions, being open, learning, and growing. So if you want to actually uh, be ambitious, you've got to really become better and stronger in connecting internally with yourself and your dreams, your desires, your strongest values, and connecting with other people. And that's my weakest area for most of my life was the connecting with other people. I didn't realize why that was so important. <laughs> now I realize that's one of the most important things. I mean, it was a huge, dangerous blind spot for me. And I think it is for a lot of people too. So, so the second dimension of love is connecting. And, and that's essential if you're going to be ambitious and, and the result of being ambitious is you get better results. If you're not ambitious, then it's like a flat line. <laughs> flat line usually is not a good thing, right? <laughs> so, um, you know what? <laughs> the doctor says, hey, uh, your heart, the flat line now. So, so connecting. And then the, the, and the third is this one of the easier ones for me is commitment. And I, I so often think of, that, that rhyme I learned from T. Harv Becker. I went through all of his, almost all of his trainings. Uh, great experience. <laughs> One week workshops, the warrior workshop, the, the wizard workshop, you know, the train the trainer workshop, all these workshops. But one of the best, and I think it was in the warrior camp, this one week up in Canada. One of the lines that he, he used and had to say over and over is uh, this one here. It's about commitment. Uh, and commitment really is in three sort of levels, lowest level. The weakest one is I'll give it a try. That's a weak commitment. It's better than nothing, not much better, but it is, it is you know, partially a weak commitment, okay? Uh, number two is I'll, I'll do the best I can. Okay, that's a lot better. But the, the ultimate, the strongest and highest level of commitment, as I've said many times on these shows, is uh, I'll do whatever it takes. And so the quote is over, under, around, or through, whatever it takes, I will do. There's a nice little rhyme to it. And I think it's even better when you change it to the second person. Just saying I, you say you, as if you're talking to yourself. Like you look in the mirror and you say, you point at yourself over, under, around, or through, whatever it takes, you will do. And so making that declaration, that affirmation, uh, helps reprogram the neural pathways in the brain. And that's you're expressing your commitment. So that just reinforces everything. And uh, so that's the third dimension of love, uh, the commitment. You know, for marriage to work, if you have true love, you can be truly committed. Over, under, around, or through, whatever it takes, we will do. To stay together, to be happy together forever. You know, so commitment is important in everything. Commitment is important spiritually towards God. It's important as far as business. It's important as far as your finances. It's important 
regards to your health. I mean, 90% of the people died before their time. Solomon said 3,000 years ago, don't be a fool. Why should you die before your time? Well, most people have died before their time. <laughs> um, so, um, so you want to be committed to your health. Um, that's, uh, I think, really a very high value that most people need to <laughs> upgrade their, their tension and emotion on that, thinking more long-term versus short-term. And, of course, the fourth uh, element of love this is where the rubber hits the road. This is the action element of love, which is, is creating value. That's the fourth C. Caring, connecting, committing, creating value. Just like God is the creator in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Well, he designed us to be creators too. You know, not that making something out of nothing, but in a sense we do. We create value, which means we're doing good. We're getting results. Part of creating value is becoming a better person. For things to change, you've got to change, like Jim once said. That's where the personal development comes in. We create value for ourselves by not trying to be a lone ranger or, or just trying to be a Spider-Man or Superman, but to work with other people and learn from others. You know, we've got to be on that journey of always being the student of learning, getting coaching and training I've invested, as you say, spent, in other words, I invested well over $100,000 over the years in personal development. And uh, most of my financial investments haven't worked out. Now they are actually pretty well, but I've made, most of them haven't in my past. But the best investment by far a million times more is not the financial investments, it's investing in yourself. Investing in your future by you becoming a better you. Now, along the line, that, that book I mentioned a few weeks ago, that's I'm holding it right now, Being Your Future Self Now, The Science of Intentional Transformation. So transformation, according to the Bible, is by renewing your mind. I mean, changing your mind, changing your mindset, having a growth mindset. A mindset where you see yourself expanding, not just, you know, maintaining. You know, like, oh, if we can just hold on here, we can survive. That's a survival mindset. Most people have a fixed mindset. So if you want to have a better life and more income, more success, more freedom, more time, part of creating value is you've got to upgrade your thinking to a growth or expansive mindset, you know, possibility thinking. You know, like the most memorable line from um, uh, uh, Martin Luther King <laughs> is, I have a dream. I mean, that empowered him and empowered others. And that created value for him. It empowered him and valued others. So that's part of, you know, creating value and being ambitious, so having a dream and realizing that even when you don't get the results that you expect or as fast as you expect, it doesn't mean that you failed. It just means you didn't get the results you expected yet. So don't use that F word on yourself. Oh, I failed. Well, I'd be a failure. No, there's no failure. There's only results. Then you label it as success or failure. <laughs> 
So that's a sort of a, a dangerous word to use. They talk in more neutral language like, well, I haven't got the results yet, but we're not done. It's a journey, and we can enjoy the journey when we have setbacks and disappointments and betrayals, which happen too, sometimes by people you think are your best friends. You tell yourself, if it doesn't kill me, will it make me stronger? <laughs> so that, so how can you say that? It, if you're coming from a place of love, as I define it, which includes commitment over, under, around, or through, whatever it takes, I will do. Well, then you say, well, what doesn't kill me will make me stronger. And so when we're always coming from that mindset of the four dimensions of love, caring, connecting, committing, creating value, that is the best strategy to position yourself and others to be ambitious. And when you're more ambitious, the chances of you having better results and more income and more freedom go up, I don't know, a million times. <laughs> but you can't just say, oh, I'm going to be ambitious. And it doesn't work that way. You have to, you can't just say, well, I want a cake, and it just magically appears. You have to have the right ingredients. You have to follow the recipe. So I think I'm out of time here. There's one more thing I want to talk about, how to develop confidence. That's another. Uh, is it okay if we go a little bit longer, Peter? I wanted to include that. You're good. You can go longer. Or okay. we can do this okay. next week, if you, if either longer or next week, whichever is best for you. Um, I think I'd like to complete this, this word here. So the there other sort of a, a strategy that's really powerful, I used to teach this a lot when I did a lot of workshops, is, is you, you've got to develop confidence. Because if you don't have confidence, you're going to sputter and fade and, and just, you know, give up. And so... The big problem is most people don't have a lot of confidence. Now, one of the things that feeds your confidence is, you know, the four dimensions of love. When you really care and you're connecting, especially with mentors and coaches, and you're committed, um, commitment to having goals, all those help your confidence. But there, there's, there's a little simple method or technique that can instantly, within you know, a few minutes, dramatically increase your confidence because you have to have confidence to be ambitious and to stay in the game. You can't win if you don't stay in the game. You might be the best player on the field, but you can't win if you don't stay. And you don't have to be the best player to win anyway, but you got to stay in the game. And you're not going to stay in the game if you don't have confidence. Like, oh, well, I guess this isn't for me. I can't do this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a salesperson or whatever. <laughs> um, so, so what you do is a way to increase your confidence is you got to do some time traveling. I like to say it that way. you got to visit the past and the present and the future in this way. You make a list. It's better to write it down. Ideally, handwriting is much more impactful on the brain, science has discovered, than typing. You can do it both ways, but it's better to handwrite it. Make a list of your top 10 or 20 wins or successes that you can think of. Now, if it comes to mind, it qualifies. It might be a little thing, like I remember a little incident 
it was just a few seconds when I was like in the second or third grade. And in PE class, the teacher had us try to do a balancing thing, you know, on, on your, uh, it's hard to explain over the phone. But like, I, I was the only kid that could do it. Like, well, that's interesting. So I still remember that. So like, like that was a win. I, was, I felt special. <laughs> Um, you know, I had some bigger wins too. You know, when I was speaking in front of seven thousand people, you know, I, you know, when I'm making billion dollars a year, those are big ones. But little wins count too. So you make a list of your wins or successes. Like I often think of all the several years I did a paper route when I was a little kid. You know, that, that was a big win for me. So then you reflect on that. Well, I have had all these wins in the past. That means I'm a winner. So that really increases your confidence about winning in whatever venture or project you're in. And then you look at, well, what, what, what's in your favor right now? Uh, what's going for you? And you might say, well, not much. Well, you have more going for you. First of all, you're, you're in the game. <laughs> you're thinking about getting in. So you're open, and you have access to the training. Uh, you, do, you know how to talk to people even though you may have anxiety. Anyway, you make a list of what's in your favor right now. Uh, say, say maybe at least five or ten things. And then, then you've got to go into the future and visualize possibilities and see what could possibly happen, what you could actually achieve. We often call those goals. And so we have process goals and we have outcome goals. So these are more of an outcome goal of so what is your goal? What's your dream? And, and what would you like to achieve? What kind of house would you like to live in? What, where would you like to travel? And then you think about that, how that would make you feel, how, what experience would be. And when you connect with those emotions on the future possibilities as well as the emotions you had in the past on the past events that were wins that dramatically – uh, reset certain neural pathways in the brain, and um, you have more confidence. Now, the other shortcut, like I mentioned at the beginning, <laughs> to increase your confidence is do the high five. You think, well, I don't feel very confident. Well, then give yourself a high five. Say, say I'm confident, even though it's maybe not true, but you give yourself a high five, and then you instantly feel more confident because you're sort of bypassing all the thinking and everything else and it, it resets the neural pathways and you feel more confident. That's another thing that you can do. So, so confidence is another critical element to being ambitious, which means that you are going to work hard and work smarter and have better results and have a better life, be happier, make more money. And if you don't do this, it's not going to end so well, right? <laughs> okay, I think that's enough for tonight, today, tonight. <laughs> This morning for me. Uh, uh, any comments or questions, Peter? Oh, it's all good stuff. But you want to hear it again. I mean, for those people listening in, you just don't grab this on one thing and think it's yeah. going to make any measurable difference. If you want to hear it again, you can go back to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash Ray dash Gebauer. So buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash Ray dash G-E-B-A-U-E-R. So it's G-E-B. A U E R, and then Ray, for people that want to meet you, meaning like over the phone, because you're kind of far away, but if those people want to visit with you uh, online and over the phone, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? 
yeah, pretty easy. Um, <laughs> he said, I'm just as far away. I thought, yeah, I'm on the far side <laughs> of the planet compared to here in Thailand. But, yeah, it's really You're easy. You're into tomorrow. In fact, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I have this little red button here. I'm going to d- demonstrate. I'm going to hit this right now. That was easy. <laughs> Uh, I use that quite often during the day. So it's real easy. You just call my number or text me. Either way, the number is 360-583-2227. That was easy. See, that's easy. Just, but you got to write it down. You have to call it. <laughs> 360-583-2227. Which reminds me of the other thing. Whatever you're doing, you know, do it in a way where you have fun and you enjoy it, even if it's going slow or going backwards. Like, oh, well, you know, everything is a learning experience. So but anyway, but I guarantee you two things. I can help you if we connect, and I guarantee I cannot help you if we don't connect. So the ball's in your court. Uh, and, uh, and, and do somebody a big favor. Invite them. To, well, first do yourself a favor and listen to this again. Like, uh, you should listen, I think, you get a lot of value from all of my shows. <laughs> listen to this one, and then invite at least one person to listen to me. You've been doing them a favor. And that's how you love people. You do a favor for them. You do good. You create value. You, you care enough. So, hey, I listened to this show. It's really good. I want you to hear it. I liked it. And here's why I liked it. It's only like 30 minutes. Well, this one's 37 minutes. <laughs> and, um, you know, sort of pass on the... You know, it's free education. Anyway, so I guess one last time, my number, in case you weren't ready to write it down, is 360-583-2227. So life isn't easy. Some things are. Building a business isn't easy. Marriage isn't easy, but it's all worth it. And you've got to upgrade your thinking to be more ambitious, work smart, you've got to work hard, be ambitious. And then next week we'll talk about the N word, <laughs> which has a lot of uh, value as well. So, so thank you so much, Peter. Excellent. God bless you all. Love we'll, you all. S- we'll see everybody next week. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the BuildingFortunesRadio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world.